Hello and welcome back to another episode. I have John with me. We're going to get right into it. The playoffs are, are we're in the second round. I don't think I've done a show since the second round has started. We are here. Um, yeah, we're going to run through all these series. But uh, first, I'm going to pass the mic over to John. Let him introduce himself, plug anything that he needs to plug. And yeah, we're going to get right into it. So take it away. I mean, you know, y'all, y'all have heard me on the podcast, you know, numerous amounts, amounts of time. It's definitely, it's Fat John. Um, you can also tune into my podcast, Bad Wins, Good Losses. I also haven't done an episode since the first round began because um, these playoffs have just been so crazy. I kind of haven't wanted to miss a game. So, but with all that being said, you know, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. Both of our teams have advanced. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to go in order of today is Sunday. It's 11 o'clock. Um, so we're going to go in the order of the games that happened yesterday. And talk about the upcoming games in the series. So, um, without further ado, let's get into it. The Knicks and the Heat. Um, my opinions on this: the Knicks are a great story. Um, them boys are going home though. <laughs> uh, they they could be down three zero at this point. Um, I guess it all kind of depends on Jimmy Butler's ankle. Um, from day to day, but um, yeah, they're going home. I mean, is it a great story because they're the Knicks? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. I mean, no. It, is, it is. is that really it? Like this. Well, I mean, I so I actually do think they're pretty entertaining to watch. Um, Brunson, it was a great signing. I mean, we talked about it. Like, again, he has a chance to be a third team All NBA guy. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Um, he's having a good playoffs overall. So yeah, it's cool because in the Knicks, they have some still some holes in their roster. Um. I guess they got to figure out what they're going to do long term. I don't know the contract situations, but oh, I, I do know they just gave RJ some money. But you know, what does RJ really become? Um, how far can you go, Frando, as your second best player? Blah 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 blah. Um, but yeah, it's a great story because of the Knicks. It was fun watching them. Uh, it's kind. It was fun watching them beat the Cavs for all this worth. So it's cool. It's a good season for them. They haven't been to the second round in twenty years. 10 years? I mean, I don't know. I don't think this really shows the Knicks are good. I feel like this really just mainly shows that the Cavs maybe are a lot worse than most people thought. Because the I understand that he beat the Bucs. And I mean, in my opinion, they beat the Bucs kind of like they, it's like they they caught the Bucs when they were wounded and they just finished the job. Kind of like what you're supposed to do anyway. But yeah, but the heat being the but well, okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll talk about the heat. But I mean, I I'm just putting it in perspective. Bam has the, played bad all playoffs. The Bucks have won that already the, inefficient before he went out. Kyle has played like ass. So it's really just been Jimmy Butler or bust. It's just been Jimmy Butler every single game. Right, but the Bucks shouldn't have lost that series in five. If they're gonna lose, and they probably still shouldn't have lost that series. But you know, you gotta go to at least six, at least. Like you, you, you yeah, can't. Listen, man, they, they that boy got on TV and said it wasn't a failure. And like, nah, <laughs> nah, he's definitely. I hear you. Yeah, he's definitely wrong. Like his his analogies didn't make any sense, and they they don't relate to what he he his team. When your expectation, when you are when your expectations rise, the the core of the message is strong. I agree, but when your expectations rise. When when you rise, when you level up, your expectations have to rise. Like so, I, I hate how he's dodging. Like, bro, he he got on the stand. He got on the stand, and he talked like he was a member of the OKC Thunder. If Shea Gilder said the exact same thing, I'd have been like, he's absolutely right. Because they yeah. were they were printing Victor Wembanyama jerseys. Nobody expected him to be there. Their best player Shea is 
probably two years legal of drinking. Like there are steps in the process. You but won an NBA lost, title two years ago. You were a number one number seed. one seed. And you lost to a team that wasn't even in the playoffs. Like they weren't a they weren't a top sixteen lock. They didn't have a spot, and they lost yeah. their their playing game. So like this team, yeah, like, all over the place. yeah, you failed, bro. Or the Bucks failed, bro. This like, is a failure. Like stop. And then and then he used like the Michael Jordan thing. Like yeah, well, when Michael Jordan got to the top, he never lost again except for that like, half yeah. season. That yeah, he when he was, said it, I was like, that don't make sense because you know Jordan. Yeah, he was. He when he was carrying the team like the Bulls also, with no one, yeah, you're right. Like those weren't failures. But once also, he got if Michael Jordan mom, would, if he would have won two NBA championships, his first two and then lost in the first round in the third season, that that's, season that's would have been a failure. Yes. Yes, like, like, like the last three seasons overall wouldn't have been a failure. Michael Jordan, of course, is not a failure, but that season because sports is a singular act. So if you don't win the NBA championship, you have, let's be real, like every team does not have expectations to win an NBA championship. So he is right in the sense that every year, you know, if you hook people up to a lie detector test, they're going to tell you the truth. Like, yo, we're, no, the Wizards are not playing for NBA championship. The Bucks are playing for NBA championship. It like, y'all failure. are not young. Y'all yeah. are on the opposite side of where you need to be to be now, to if they be lost in the If they lost in the conference finals on a buzzer beater shot, then we could you could talk to me about like, you know, and you could definitely learn from from failures. Giannis is not an individual failure, and you can learn from this failure. And they learned some things that I don't want to get into because some tragedies happened. And I don't want to seem like I'm kicking the man while he's down. But it was a failure, bro. And then he used the job, the example, like if you don't get promoted every year, like your job is not like sports. There's not you don't people don't get promoted every year. That's not how the nine to five works. And furthermore, if I don't get a promotion, if I don't get that house that I want because I don't make more money, I can wake up tomorrow and go to work and continue to grind to that aspiration. You can't wake up tomorrow and go to work and continue to play for NBA championship because you failed this season. You got like, eliminated. Like, it's yeah, like it's it is what it is, bro. Like, I hate the I hate the LeBron fans. Are like, if LeBron would have said this, y'all would have been all over him. But it's the truth, man. It's, yeah, it's facts. It's facts. Yeah, like, I mean, that's 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 the unfortunate thing that I've had to like that I've had to say to LeBron fans lately. Like, because I'm like, you know what, y'all are annoying, but y'all have a solid point. He definitely wouldn't have got away with saying that if he was the no, number one bro. seed. That no. Laker team, if he took them to the playoffs as the number one seed and he got hurt and then came back and went 10 of 23 in the now, closeout game from the line, we would have I, never heard the end of it. I will say that in in honest defense, the fact that he was not technically 100% healthy does add to his argument. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Like I'm It's not say, a, I'm it's I'm not an apples to apples comparison. But no, if you're it, on the floor, you're, you're healthy. Period. That's it. I ain't gonna go that far. Excuses at home. I ain't gonna go that far, but it, it's still a failure. Uh, they, as a team, they fail. It, it's, it's. I'm sorry. Like they try to turn it into a nice Nike campaign. Like, bro, if, if I went out and recruited the ten best high school seniors in or players in the state or in the county or in the city, and we went to the playoffs and lost in the first round, nobody wants to hear this because oh, we're talking to kids. We failed. I failed as a coach. Somebody failed. Like individually, these players might be failures. It might be on me, but somebody failed. If I go out and recruit people who can't dribble, my point guard can't dribble with his left hand with his head up, my center can't rebound, and somehow I take that team to the playoffs when we lose in the first round. No, oh, oh, did this was this season a failure? No, I had a point guard that couldn't dribble with his head up two months ago. Now he's he's Steph Curry. Like we're fine. Like <laughs> right, you have to relate. You have to change your expectations versus every time you level up. That's just what it is in life. Like. He he out here trying to give like moral like speeches and 
you know, like I get, and I get it. Like the way he looks at it, like I'm not trying to be funny. He a kid from Greece is homeless. Like nothing is a failure to him. You know what I'm saying? That's a great, that's real. yeah, that's a great thing to have. But when we're talking about a singular act in sports, if that's your goal, if I'm playing a video game and I have to beat five levels and I only beat four, I can't then say I beat the video game. I failed. I didn't beat the fifth level. I can't go to the developer and be like, can you unlock the game for me? Like, I kind of won the game. No, you didn't. You didn't beat the last level. You failed. It's it's okay. <laughs> like, it's not, it doesn't make you a loser. And that's life. Like, yeah, Wait, it doesn't make you, life. you learn from it. You know, we all fail in a lot of things. You just, you know. But, I'm sorry, that was that. It was, just a, it was an interesting take from him, and I feel like a lot of people have thought the same way. Like, the media is not going to say anything to, about him because, I mean, you know, he's kind of like the media darling or halfway to being the media darling of the NBA. But, but I mean, all, all in all, like, this, this season was a failure. Like, it was a colossal failure, if we're going to be honest. Like, but – Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. We're just I, going I, back to the neat, the heat in the Knicks. Like, like when I watch them when – when you watch the actual games, especially when Jimmy Butler is there, I mean, I already knew the Knicks were in trouble game two. When they had to squeak out a win without Jimmy Butler. Oh yeah, that's when I knew these boys were. I was like, yeah, this. Is, I was like, yeah, this is over. Like, I was like, they they gave it their all to beat the Heat without Jimmy Butler. They gave everything they had, and they barely won. I, that's why I went like, as soon as they said Jimmy was playing, I was like, if he can jump off the ankle, then they're about to blow them out. Like, it's going to get ugly quick. And. Just like I predicted, it got ugly quick. And they can't score. Like, they have no real, like, like their scoring is terrible. Their floor spacing is bad. You have R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle on the floor, along with, like, Josh Hart. Yeah, but this doesn't this isn't negate the fact that it's still a cool story, bro. Like, I'm just saying. Bro, it's just a cool story because it's the Knicks, but they that's suck. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. But like, They always suck. No, 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 they don't suck, Melissa. Let's relax. Bro, they're mid at best. Okay, that's fine. Like nobody's saying the Heat are mid at best. Nobody's saying that either one of these teams are mid. Nah, the Heat the Heat with Jimmy Butler in the playoffs are better than mid. The Heat as a whole are mid. Jimmy Butler is carrying them, but do you think Jimmy Butler is going to the NBA finals? You think Jimmy Butler is being the Sixers? Well, he might beat the Sixers the way out. We can get into that. You think he's beating the the the, uh, Heat alone? I mean the uh, Celtics alone? I think he can be the Celtics. Okay, man. The Heat as as the Heat are like if they're not, if Struce and if they're not knocking down threes, if they go on a dry spell, if Jimmy Butler doesn't score forty two points or fifty six points as a complete team with, with Bam not really having the greatest playoffs of his life, like they're pretty mid, bro, like uh, or a step above mid. But the Knicks are cool. Like I don't foresee either one of. There's a reason why the Heat are the eighth seed and the reason why the Knicks were the fifth seed. They're not world beaters but it's still cool the Knicks don't suck <laughs> like you know like I don't expect I wasn't expecting them to get out the first round but if they lost I wouldn't be like oh the Knicks suck they have problems on their roster it's it's glaring it's obvious but it's you know it's fun to watch at times I mean I, I guess but I mean either way we can go ahead and 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 put the I guess we can put the Knicks out of their misery. I mean, the Heat will do it in the next two games, I'm sure. Like, you don't think it's gonna go six? Hell no. If you saw what I saw yesterday, it's absolutely not going. Six. I watched. I watched the whole game, bro. I'm just asking a question. It, it definitely will not go six. Like, I don't see how it could get past five because they struggle to score so badly, and that's it. Looks like that every game. Like, even game two when they won, 
they were still like they were struggling to score for like large. I mean, that, that I feel it. I I would also probably say it probably goes five, but it wouldn't shock me if it goes six. I don't. I think you're now giving the Heat a little bit too much. But the Heat will struggle to score. Too. The Heat will have a yeah, game like but that. but what I'm saying is though, like, so you can struggle to score, but the difference with the Heat and the Knicks, and this is like a Heat specialty. They get a lot of 50-50 balls because that entire team hustles. No, like that, that's fine, but it only takes one one game of you getting a 49-51 ball for the Knicks to just we eke out one win. I'm yeah, not putting I'm money on the it. Knicks, but... The Knicks aren't doing that is what I'm saying. Okay. They're not going for 50-50 balls at all. They're just like, if they don't score, it's like they're, they're, their whole thing just goes flat. And, I mean, a large portion of it is Mitchell Robinson not being in the game because he's their 50-50 guy like in the middle of the paint. Like he's going to help you get those extra possessions. Like when it comes to getting offensive rebounds or tap outs and stuff, but he got hurt yesterday and you don't know how badly he's hurt, but he never came back in the game. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably the big issue that was probably buried here. It's the reason why they don't give a chance. I mean, Hardenstein is also a 50, 50 guy. I don't want to argue on this too much. Cause it'll sound like I'm think I'm trying to argue that the Knicks can win a game. I just don't think like it's impossible. I would say it's an 80, 20% chance that the Heat just finished this in five. But, like, it wouldn't shock you if the Knicks get the game. I, I don't think the Heat are, like, these world beaters that now we're going to make them out to be as a complete team. But the yeah, individual – I don't think the Knicks are that bad. Okay. I mean, this is where about where I had them going out anyway at max. Like, I definitely – I didn't have them getting out of the first round. I definitely didn't have them getting out of the second. So, like, to me, this is this is exactly where I had them, had them at. So, I don't think they're that bad. I just think this is who they are. But it was fun to watch while I was here. Some people, expectations. Some people are, are here to lose in the second round. Like, everybody is not trying to go or can go to the NBA Finals. So, um, the second game of the day, the Lakers and the Warriors. Um, Lakers in six. Yeah, I just think it's that simple. I was I I came on this show and I was very uh skeptical about the Lakers to start the playoffs because they couldn't string together two good games. They still really can't string together two good games if we're being completely honest. But I saw enough in the first round to, and I thought if we get out the first round that we could uh there was a path for us to at least go to the conference Western Conference Finals. I'm gonna be real with you: the Warriors or the Kings didn't put fear in my heart. They just didn't. As a complete I mean, but roster I, from start to finish, and I think the only person that can stop AD in this series is Anthony Davis. I mean, he, but he will stop himself a few one more game, but like I still think the Lakers can take this. I mean, I tried to tell you in the first round, like I, I, you in the playoffs, you cannot go against battle tested teams. Like if you're young, you have to be a very, very good young team to win. Like. And I feel like the Kings and Memphis both show like they're too young for the moment. Like the moment got like game seven came for the Kings and the Warriors. Lights got too got lights got a little bit too bright. You know, the swiper, I love swiper. He kind of pissed down his leg a little bit. And Steph and them boys put him away. But in this series, um, I was talking to people in game when game, like, you know, I was talking to a couple of people during game one, and I said, I think it's gonna go seven, and I can't really pick a winner. Because it's really a toss-up. Like, because like you said, the Lakers can't string two good games together. But watching game one kind of reinforced, like, if I had to pick a winner, I'm going to pick the Lakers in seven. Because I saw the Warriors hit 23s game one. And I feel like that's a really good number to be at, 23s in a game. 
and you, and they lost because Anthony Davis had a really good game. LeBron had a horrific shooting night. Like he, I think he was like nine of twenty-seven or nine of twenty-five or something like that. But he shot terribly. And Austin Reeves had a decent game. Schroeder had a really good game, and so did Rui Hachimura. I'm saying like, I'm saying for their roles, whether or not they had a really good game or a bad or a poor shooting game and everything like that. And again, they shot twenty threes and they lost. So my thing about it is, unless you get nights where game two happened, where y'all are shooting the lights out and Anthony Davis is having a really bad game, that's the only way you're going to – I see the Warriors winning, like, a lot of games in this series. Like, I think now I can – I still would have to say Lakers in seven because I think the Warriors are probably going to win one. In, I, I can see them winning one in L.A. I'm not going to say probably, but I can see them winning one. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be game are, four. I don't think they're going to win game four, but I do think they might win game six and force them to go back to Oracle. But I think the Lakers can beat them at Oracle. I mean, at Krypton. I think they can beat them there. If they win game six, that would be in Crypto. Nah, game seven would be a Crypto, wouldn't it? I thought no, it's, the Warriors I thought it's two, two, one, one, one. Yeah, the Warriors are the, are the, are the home seed. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. The first two were going to the first two were going to. So States. game seven is going to be at at Oracle or Chase Center. So game six will be at Crypto. You said game they could win and force it back to. Oh crypto. my bad. I don't know how I got I got Crypto and Chase Center mixed up. Wait, Crypto is not the Warriors joint. No, nah, that's Crypto is the Lakers. It's this Staples Center rename. Oh man, why is everybody changing their state, changing their arena names? I don't need bro, all crypto, of that. Crypto's been, it was, I mean, it did change just a year ago, but it was a big thing, bro. <laughs> like, I, bro, I don't be caring about the arena names. That don't be having no appeal to me, but. Nah, but the Staples Center and like Madison Square Garden are the arenas that niggas know. Like every day. Yeah, like I don't need this crypto or whatever. I'm just saying when they changed it, it was kind of big, but I feel you. Um, I don't think they're winning game four. I mean, I guess they don't lose in five, so they win game six, I see. But, like, the Warriors are just not good on the road still. Uh, They beat Sacramento on the road when they had to. Okay. One game, or how many road games did they win in that series? Was it two? Both teams won one road game. Okay, so they won. I mean, that still doesn't make you good on the road. I mean, I get what you're saying. I just, I don't know. I just don't really trust them on the road. But, again, like, if my statement holds true, the Lakers can't string up together two good games. So tomorrow, Anthony Davis would have a stinker and will lose. If if you know current trajectory, uh, current patterns continue, but I think Lakers in six. I just think, like I said, I think they're. I think the Lakers are deeper, a little bit deeper. Um, I know, like it doesn't truly matter in the playoffs because it's like, oh, uh, you're only playing your eight guys, but I just think they just better and yeah i just think they they are a little bit better like that's that's it like especially if like jordan Poole is is doing what he's doing yesterday and um if anthony davis on defense is like stepping up on the screen and not you know kind of selling out and forcing them to make the pass and not letting golden state take you know walk in threes or whatever um let me ask you a question though how did you feel about jordan Poole's shot it wasn't in this game, but in uh, so, game two. No, you talking about the game one joint, the joint that he that he could have used to uh, to tie it, right? The deep one where he was. Yeah, yeah sorry, that was game down. one. Yeah, sorry, sorry, that was game one. 
Nah, I, I, so I'm kind of in the middle about the shot because on one hand, it's like he caught it, he's he caught it in rhythm, and he was blatantly wide open. And like it's one of those type of things, like everybody's saying, like you had way more time, you could have got another shot. You don't know if you're gonna get a better shot than that. Like that's a blatantly wide open shot. My issue comes in that he was directly next to Darvin Ham. Like, why the fuck are you all the way back there? Like so that's like that's kind of like the the middle like the middle portion I'm at. Like he was it's not like he was so far behind the hash where you were like, bro, you're not Steph Curry. What the fuck are you doing? But he was still so far away where you were like, damn, bro, you really did not have to like attempt such a wild ass shot like that. Yeah, so, I, th I think I think um at the end of the day, I think it was a good shot by a good shooter. I think if we have to be honest, like this is what the NBA is now. It's kind of like when Dame took that shot against Paul George. It was a bad yeah, shot. Yeah, like it's like yeah, but he can make that shot, and I get it. Like Jordan Poole is not Steph Curry, but Jordan Poole regularly takes that shot. This is not a Patrick Ewing situation. Do you practice that shot? Yes, he does. We've seen Jordan Poole take that shot. He's not Steph Curry, but it's wide open. If he doesn't take that shot, then we're talking about oh, the lights got too bright for Jordan Poole. Because if they, like you said, if they don't get another shot. Then it's just like, oh, well, why do you have 13 seconds? There's no guarantee you're going to find another blatantly wide open shot. But like, my thing, my thing, what I think most people is, I think it's just jarring when you see somebody, like you said, take it so deep with that much time left. And to, he was so wide open that he honestly probably could have taken a dribble in and or when he saw the pass was coming, already take your step in. So nah, Anthony Davis. And they kept it because the, the, the defender was at the three point line. So it's that's like that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't, he probably maybe could have taken a dribble in. But if you, if I saw you pass me the ball at that one second, like, or that split second, I could have scooted up just a little bit, caught it behind me and brought it forward and shot it still coming into my shot. But that's a lot to try and take in. At I mean, yeah, that's, so that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not mad at him for taking that shot. I just think at the end of the day, if he takes a dribble in, let's just, let's just say for shits and giggles. He takes a dribble in and and the defender was one step back. So like everything, everybody was a little bit further back than giving Jordan Poole a guaranteed second to take a dribble in. I don't think anybody would have a problem with that shot. Because if if Steph Curry passes him the ball, if all this happens one step behind the three-point line, nobody is saying, Why did Jordan Poole take a wide open three-pointer? We're gonna look at you like you're crazy. Like, because he's Jordan Poole and it's a wide open three-pointer. What do you I mean? mean? If we're being honest. If we're being blatantly honest, it's really just like you're gonna pile on Jordan Poole right now because of course he's getting a lot of flack and a lot of hate. So that's really that's really yeah, like, where it's coming from. He's a good shooter. He was a little deep. I I will admit that. Like, but again, like is a wide open three point shot. And you um, needed to tie the game. Like and it wasn't right, and it wasn't rushed. Like he wasn't like he was frant like it looks frantic because that's just kind of Jordan Poole's game. Like But he took that joint and lined it. He was having a good game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, like the way he shoots, the way he plays, it's kind of like Helter Skelter. Like, he kind of has that, like, I'm just, like, lollygag. I'm just shooting. So, like, the but, like, it wasn't, like, frantic. Like, he was just out of rhythm, his form. Like, he was trying to draw a foul. Like, it was a clean look. He just missed. So, yeah, I don't have an issue with the shot. Yeah, like, I don't. My only, only thing is he just was a little bit too. Yeah, he was just, deep. like, like looking at the joint and seeing he was right next to Darvin Ham. I was like, oh, wow. Like, but... Like, this is one of those things like, when you, if you have Steph Curry in your team or any other great player in your team and you take a shot in a big moment, whether you're right or wrong and you don't make it, it's always going to come back on you. Like, why you take the shot? Like, bro, there are five people on a basketball court. So if one person is the best player on the team 
that doesn't mean everybody else can just never shoot the ball, bro. Like Steph willingly gave up the ball, which he should have. Because he got double teamed. Yeah. And he he made the right Draymond, yeah, somebody, Draymond it, made the intelligent decision to put it in another three-point shooter's hands. Like my thing about it is watching after the play, Draymond wasn't even upset. Like he wasn't even peeved or pissed off. Because he was probably thinking to himself, like, that's a good shot. That's gonna be the best shot we're gonna get. And you five or eight so far from the three. So yeah, like again, like I don't again, I just think it was kind of like I think it's knee-jerk reaction, 10 seconds left. You're very far. And the, optically, it doesn't look like a good shot. But I just think, and I think that broadcast with um, uh, Halliburton and whoever the girl is. Um, oh, yeah, with Channing Fry. Channing Fry and Taylor Rooks. I don't shouldn't have been like that girl. Sorry. But uh, Taylor Rooks and Channing Fry, like, I think you can see, like. Tyrese Halliburton said it. He was like. Yeah, but I, I think you can shot. see, like, the errors of basketball. Like, Channing Fry is from that, like. Why he's so deep? Like take an Halliburton is from this new era of like that's a good shot. Like if you go shot. to the if you go to the gym right now, you watch the kids playing. That's the shot they're taking. You know, so I can't really fault him for that. I mean, if he would have made it, nobody would have ever had the discussion about why he was out there so deep. So that I mean, yeah, that's that's life. It would have been one person that would have been like, yo, if he missed this, we would have been saying that. But most people have been like, yep, they gave Jordan Poole a wild open shot. You got you got to close out on that hand down. And again. Down. And also, if this was last year, we, we we also would not be having this conversation. But he's just been playing badly throughout the playoffs and kind of throughout the season. He hasn't been playing badly throughout the season, but he's been so up and down. And it's kind of like it really is like the dog pile effect when it comes to like kind of like trash talking or talking shit about players. Like once so many people do it then it takes on a life of its own almost. Like, everybody's just doing it. Like, it's like I mean, oh, Jordan Poole is a walking meme. And I don't mean that as in disrespectfully. I just mean that, like, that's kind of the persona, as you said, the internet takes on. He does something good, the baddies were courtside. He did something bad, the baddies weren't there. Like, he's spending too much money on Ice Spice. Like, that's just what it is. Like, yeah, so, like, so, I mean, you know, it's not his necessarily fault. It's just, that's what you are. Um... But yeah, I got the Lakers in in, in six. Um, I would I would love it if Vanderbilt can hit a three this series. But I mean, this is not I can't get mad at him. huh? I can't get mad at him because that's I not. What he's no, not what he's I mean, any any jump shot he hits is an added bonus. But um, you know, the defense is it rebounded is what he's there for. Um, it really just comes down to AD. Um, Rui Hachimura has been great in these playoffs. Um, Struder's also been really good. So just naming a few people off the bench. Uh, any more to say about the Warriors? I don't really not have really. too much to say, really. I mean, not really. I mean, I think hopefully we get some more bad clay games too. I mean, I do think that this is like the closing of their window looking at this team now because the young dudes are not playing. Like, you pretty I mean, much, I mean, you're playing Moody. You said, well, yeah, Moody, but that's it. Like, and Poole. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you, come on. We just got finished talking about Jordan Poole. And Moody has a seat. I mean, a he's, very, he, he's a young dude. I'm just saying. Man. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. They're not playing Kaminga. I mean, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. Kaminga, Moody, who are, who are their young dudes? Those are the three. I can't think of anybody else. That's really it. They traded yeah. because they needed to get this window through, but – that's why I said, like, this is really it for them if you want to be blatantly honest. Like, I will say, I, I will, we'll see in the offseason. I will say that, uh, 
Kevon Looney is kind of in everything that they thought Wiseman was going to be, or always has been. Like, well, no. So as far as the rebounding and all that, Wiseman's not bad. I never said he was. No, I'm saying he doesn't. The thing is, he's not. His game is not going to be what Kevon Looney's game is. Kevon Looney is just a pure rebounding and energy guy. That's what. That's what they need him to be. Wiseman, I think, was probably like, dog, I'm not going to just sit under here and grab rebounds for Steph and Clay. I don't care if they are the best two shooters to ever, to ever touch a ball. Like, that's not what I came to the NBA to do. I want to touch the ball. I want to score. I have a lot more to my game. I don't know, man, because he was I – mean, I don't I don't know if he came – he looked a little shook in his confidence, not uh, when he was with them, and I don't know what the reason was, but – but he looked. The I feel like that, the reason I say all of that is because he looks completely different in Detroit. Yeah, because he, like you said, he's getting the ball. But I feel like when you get drafted by, to your point, like go to state, you know, like for two years, this is what I'm gonna do. But I'm just gonna learn under that. Like, but it didn't seem like he was growing in any, any really rate there. But I mean, I would have to go back and watch the games. Yeah, I feel like he wasn't, you know. But then you, now you're in Detroit, and it's just kind of like, who else is shooting? Kate's not there. I mean, Killian Hayes. Jaden Ivy, like it's kind of like it's gonna be interesting to see where they're at in a couple of years, really with them because now everything's gonna look great because it's Detroit. I mean, we'll see, but no, I mean, I don't think I'm just saying, like, for what they wanted Wiseman to do, which which I feel like that's what they thought they were gonna get up for at least two years. You know, we're gonna get we can develop him, but for the first two years, it's kind of like the um, not comparing him directly to Kawhi Leonard, but the Kawhi Leonard effect, yo, go out and play defense. And make hustle plays for two years. Go guard LeBron James. Like, be seven foot, be young, be the guy that we don't have. Get 10 rebounds a night and two blocks and just wreak havoc. Like, that's all we need to do. We'll develop all that, all the jumps. Every once in a while, like, go in your bag. Oh, he could do this once that develops. But, like, go out for two years, do that. We're going to slowly bring you along. But it was, uh, you could be right. It was just a weird disconnect. I don't know whose side it was. It just didn't seem like, they were trying to bring him along. Maybe I don't know much about him personality wise to be like he was like not trying to do that too. It just I don't know. I think it was more so just like it just it was the wrong time and wrong place for both parties. Like the Warriors were well, obviously, yeah, that too. <laughs> Warriors were in win now mode. And like Wiseman, of course, had to finish filling out his game. So But I still feel like they thought they could probably win now with him just doing that. Because if he just does what Kamon Looney does, he's probably – I mean, you can't even say he's better than Kamon Looney because he's grabbing 20 rebounds. But, like, the youth, as far as you're talking about young guys, that would be a havoc of somebody to just bring off the bench to just, you know, like anchor the defense or whatever. But it is what it is. Um, What's Draymond's contract like? You said it was Draymond's? Yeah. Is he, is, I think is, his is, contract is up after this year, I think. Okay, Ooh. yeah. Let me check to be sure. He might be. He might be on that. That uh, <laughs> it's so funny what he said about Dylan Brooks and like that actually came to fruition. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Draymond kind of be on point with a lot of things that he says. It's just his delivery is so ass that you I, don't want to listen to him. The thing, but, I don't think his delivery is that bad. I, nah, his saying, delivery is ass. What I'm saying to me, what I'm saying is like when he was like, your team specifically say your team doesn't even like you. And I was like, damn, like that's a deep cut. Like, what does he know? And then when they, the uh, Grizzlies come out and say, I've listen, people get cut from teams, you don't get brought back. That's all fair. That's cool. 
But to, to say, say under any circumstances, bro, yes, like I've never heard that. Like that sounds like <laughs> real loud. I'm not trying to compare anything to super heinous acts, but that sounds like something you would say to somebody like who has true off the court. And I don't know if Dylan Brooks does. Uh, I'm not saying that, but true off the court issues such as like he abuses people or he's a reckless drunk driver or. Like something crazy. Yes, you're, like you're doing something. Not just a guy who just like outside outside of the nut punching, uh, uh who was just like talk smack and calls LeBron old. Yeah, <laughs> like I just especially a guy that you drafted as a franchise and was in your start. Now, granted, maybe they just don't have nobody else to put in the starting lineup, but they don't at that like wing position unless you're gonna go with uh Aldama. But like um somebody who's like a starter, like the, under any circumstances line was like i'm not gonna say it was a bit too far but it felt like a bit too far bro like no that was a little too far it was under no circumstance especially for that to come out like if if they said that right and i don't know what teams tell people behind closed doors and you know the sit down meetings so maybe that's something that teams always say but i feel like that's something that gets leaked a year or two later when dylan brooks returns to uh Memphis for a game or watching it on ESPN and they're like, oh, Dylan Brooks checked in the game. He's former six-year Grizzly. Uh, you know, a story came out yeah. that they and it kind of leaks two years later. It was like, oh, wow. But not like the day they cut him <laughs> or say we're not bringing you back. Like, like not even this, not even within the same year. Like it is yeah, like that's years just, later. That's just it is just very very weird, and I, I don't know. Like, I don't really like outside of like, yes, he was annoying, but like, again, outside of the nut punching, <laughs> what did he do that like Lance Stevenson didn't do, or like other NBA irritants didn't do? Like, he talked a bunch of smack, he know. couldn't, like, he couldn't back it up. That's fine, but like, also, like, was he supposed to tell, like, yes, we're playing LeBron, I'm scared, but I'll try my really, really hardest? Like, if like he talks, Matt, it didn't work. Cool. If you don't like that, fine. But like, just John Moran, yeah, just like John Moran is out here pointing uh, red beams on people. Like, <laughs> like no, y'all not telling me y'all not bringing him back under any circumstances. I mean, clearly, one guy here is is a perennial all star, and one guy's not. Like, we know how this works in sports. But I'm just saying, like, what did he do so bad that it just to be like? Listen, the guy sucks. Fine, but like, or you know, relative to like, you know, what he's producing. Um, but, relative to his position, he's yeah, 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 yeah. I shouldn't, you know, not to make this personal, like you know what I say. But like, what did he do that like you have to be like under no under circumstances? No circumstances, people right. him back on the team. Like when John Moran was out, it looked like he was the man leading the dances, and everybody, everybody looked happy doing the little dumbass leg dance that they were doing when they were winning games, and John Moran was out. So like. Didn't seem like he was a cancer to his actual teammates. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, for, I just don't agree with. I just don't agree with like with going about it that way. Like that just seemed really, really corny. And I mean, and I think I don't know if Draymond said it or if somebody else, but they were like the way they handled that situation was really bad for like their future because superstars are going to pay attention to that and be like, damn, like this this dude was out here like really defending y'all. Like he was. He was standing 10 toes down on business with Memphis. Like, he was. And, like, that kind of is somewhat the mentality you need from some of your guys. Yeah, like, look, listen, I'm not worried if, about nobody else coming in here and trying and try to blow something up. Like, if, we had to stuff around. If he doesn't get labeled as dirty, again, for the nut punches, 
And he just says, instead of saying LeBron's old, he said, you know what? We're not scared. I'm not scared. I'm going to go out. And I plan on slowing LeBron down, stopping him. He just kind of says it, not in the super, not with a, a no shirt on vest and his hair firmed out. Win or lose, like nobody has anything bad to say about Dylan Brooks. And if they do not bring him back, it's strictly because of his game. They're going to say, well, you really didn't stop anybody and you weren't hitting threes. We feel like we can get better value somewhere else. Cool. Right. Which is but cool. Cool. Yeah, but we're not sitting here acting like he is the second coming of Hitler. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Did he you look up? He got a super raw deal. Like a yeah. super um, did you look up Draymond Green's contract? If not, it's fine. Yeah, I did. Uh, he has a player option for next year. So. Oh, so he'll pick that up. Yeah, he'll already say he could pick that up. But after that, he's an unrestricted free agent. That's why he was talking about his contract, because he wants, you know, he, he want to really get signed to something. He's not trying to be out here playing just on dollars and donuts. Let's take a quick break, and we'll talk about the games coming up today. Gotcha. All right. And we're back. Okay. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, start off with the first game today, probably the one you're most interested in. The war, I mean, excuse me, the Warriors. Then um, Celtics and the Sixers. I would just like to say that I have stated, and also Rodney has stated, and I feel like uh, most of the world has stated that Doc Rivers and the James Harden combo was nasty, and one of them was going to show their nastiness. And we've already seen who who's who's got a two game head start here. Like I just like first of all, I want James Harden arrested for war crimes. Like I really need that criminal off the streets. I think the world would be a much better place with him in prison. That's not, that's first and foremost. That's nasty, but but <laughs> I've said it before. We signed before we. Before we signed Doc Rivers, I said it. After we signed Doc Rivers, I said it. He's really not a good coach. Like, and I've said that so many times to so many people. And people would tell me, oh, well, you know, he led that magic team to a good season. Oh, look at the team. Look at uh look at the Celtics. Like, what magic like, team? Oh, when he first got there. Chris McGrady. Oh, yeah, when he very first got there. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. But but my thing, but but again, like and I feel like that Boston Celtics ring got so many people like just just such such like man Doc has a ceiling. Just, just say it. Doc has a ceiling. <laughs> Doc has a like, coat ceiling. Like like he's he. I'm not gonna say he's ass because he's not ass, but he's average. He is a average coach at best. He's a player's coach. Guys, guys like him. Guys respect him because he's Doc Rivers. Played with Dominique. Played for the Knicks. Which I mean, again, like he, he just Boston is six. Okay, I'm glad you said it because I I didn't know if you were gonna be that fan that I was gonna have to sit here and just like because nah, nah, yeah, like the thing is it, it fries me right because throughout the regular season I've seen different games like where James Harden like I've been like okay like he's really hesitant to shoot and that's kind of throwing me off, but then other games he's not hesitant to shoot but he shoots poorly. Then other games where he shoots really well, like he's had a, such a big mix of all of those games. I'm like, all right, well, I think going into the playoffs, he's going to figure it out a little bit. And he and B's taking a, a gigantic amount of pressure off of him because he doesn't have to play amazingly well. But 
game one, he pulled the biggest. I don't even really know what to call it. Who? Harden in game one? Yeah, like he. Oh, he pulled the wool over our eyes. Yeah, he he fooled me crazy. Like in Boston too. Got like, gotta shake a man's shot. hand for that. Like, I was like, this is the Houston James Harden. I didn't even know he was still alive. This is all right. He did all that just to let me down. I'm gonna tell you, like to me, like I've obviously never played an NBA playoff game. And I know like sports nerves, but like I don't know, man. I I have never like it. Shoot the ball, like like like. Come on, man. You've been. You've... Like it was one joint. He went. It was one joint in the fourth quarter when we still had a chance. He drove to the basket, had a layup, and then passed it off. And I think he passed it to either PJ yeah, or yes. Tyrese Maxey, and then it resulted in a turnover because they weren't expecting the ball. Because he was yes, like I don't know, man. I know people get nervous and they get scared to shoot and like. And, you know, everybody has their bad games, but, like, you put in your 10,000 hours. You're professional at this. This is not you playing at the YMCA. Like, bro, please shoot the ball. And it, I, I, he, I don't know. I think I think y'all have a lot of problems. I don't think Doc, like you said, I think Doc makes some questionable rotation calls and stuff. He's all a bad he, coach, all right? He's a bad coach. I'm tired. But, like, he, but he had a point, too, where he said, like, at the end of the game, he was like, you have to want this. And I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I'm not saying everybody everybody doesn't have the same face, right? But like they zoomed in on James Harden's eyes. I think when he made one of those walk-in threes, and he still didn't. It just didn't look like he was even like, yeah, I'm having a bad game, but like we can still pull this out. Like he kind of looked a little like he looked defeated. Yeah, and I'm just I know everybody doesn't have the stone cold killer face, and everybody's face is different. But I feel like you can look at people's eyes, and you can still kind of tell like, oh, he's still in it. You know what I'm saying? And he just did. Maxi looked defeated. Like everybody, everybody but MB looked defeated in the, at the end of that game. Even and I'm a, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. Well, PG Tucker didn't look defeated, but I mean, I'm gonna tell you another thing too. So y'all have the Harden problem, y'all have the um, the Doc problem, and y'all still got an MB problem. I'm sorry. Like now we don't. He has a what are they saying? A meniscus tear, like or something wrong with his knee, like. Like we don't know really, like game to game, what he is. It, it's just it. Everything that people said about y'all all season is literally coming true before our very eyes when it matters the most against the team that everybody said it's going to happen to when y'all play. It, it's it's you couldn't write the script more like straightforward, but also like compelling. Thanks, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious to watch in real time. Like, Thanks, bro. And it's so bad because as much as you want the Sixers to win just because you don't want Boston to win, it's just like they just they just can't do it. Like, it's just like, bro, like, uh, what you want me to do? Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, it's it's not – it's like – it's almost like it's no help. It's like these are these are the people that, I, like, I'm aligning my, my hopes and stars with. Now I'm looking over and I'm like, damn, Milwaukee's gone. Like, Boston is going back to the NBA Finals. Like, I can't – what what do I do here? You know what I'm saying? You just gotta hope and pray for it. Two bad Tatum games. I don't know. I, I mean, guess it, it could all change today at three thirty. But like, do you Boston feel confident? Is, this Boston is six. 
Yeah, well, you know, hey, if you if you said it, you said it, not me. Like just like I just like I just hate them so much because they give me so much hope. Like game one, I was like, that's crazy. We have a shot. Like we can let it be rest till game three, bring them back in Philly. As soon as they said he was playing game two, I was like, yeah, we don't fuck shit. I can tell. Like, why on earth is he playing? Y'all just said he's not healthy. He's hurt. Why? Why make him play? We so won in Boston. He don't have to play. It's also the fact that he just hurt. Like, I I hate to just say it like that, but it's just like, damn, man. I don't don't know. You get the MVP. Like, you get the MVP award. You do this. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, man. If y'all go outside, I'm definitely tweeting. This is y'all MVP. This is y'all MVP. You cried for two years to do this. Only simply because that's what the Philly fans did to Jokic. I, I have no no beef with MB with MVP. It's just it's just crazy. Um, and and it's even crazier because like all season they were like, well, if James Harden if it doesn't work out in Philly, you know he he's eyeing a return back to Houston. He wants to, and I'm like, why the fuck would you want to go back to Houston outside of like? You're just calling your career quits at this point. Like you're like, yeah, it's cool, it's over. Like even if you lose in Philly, like. It has to be a better basketball situation unless somebody did tell me they think Embiid might force his way out soon. So I'm like, okay, if that's the case, fine. But you still got um, Maury there, who's your guy. But now I'm just like, if it fails in Philly, it's kind of James Harden's fault. So now you're just going to run back to Houston? Like, it's just crazy. I mean, because last game, Embiid had 30 and 13. 19 shooting with three blocks. I don't know what more you can do or what more you can ask or expect from him for, for a win. 56. Why 56 on the, why 56? Why that exact number? Cause that's what Jimmy Butler, that's, that's the playoff high this year. Steph had 50, Jimmy Butler had 56. I'm just throwing that out there. That's yeah, what more but, you could ask him to do. Yeah. But the big difference in all of this is you're the MVP. And B's getting doubled every play. They're not worried about other people. That's the issue. Like they're not worried about other people in hey, any man. shape or form. Hey, I'm just, I'm just simply answering the question in an asshole's way. I'll admit, but answering the question, that's technically what you more can do. Not saying that he has to do that. I'm just saying like that. There's that possibility, but I don't really think it matters because it's really not at this point. It's just not Embiid's fault. Like he can't, like you said, he really can't do anything else like i don't need harden to give me 30 but just give me a a, a solid 18 with some efficiency like nah i, I think he uh, he needs to be in the 26 22 to 26 range nah because it was still a game it was still a game in the fourth quarter and he was playing terribly the whole game right and, and I'm, 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 tr- I'm yes and i'm trying to make it not a game i'm trying to i'm trying to like lock this up i don't need the ball in harden's hands he had 18 and it's still a game it's two seconds left and we need a three to no like give me no, 24 the, the and reason, let's, let's have a six point lead with, with, with two under two minutes to go like the reason i say we don't need that is because if maxi played even just halfway decent We win convincingly. Not win convincingly, but we probably win. There's, there's a him and Harden both had horrific games. There's a horrific world where, there's game. a world where, where James Harden gets you 21 points and Maxi still has plays efficiency. Like both can happen at the same time. They don't have to cannibalize each other. That's very true. But that's I believe, all that's all I'm saying. But I think of I think of Harden's having a halfway decent game with like a halfway decent efficient game. 
I think it makes life a little bit easier for Maxi. Oh, of course. Because he's not going to be keyed in as much. But they keyed in on Maxi right after that, right after like they got all apart. And they were like, all right, well, he this nigga stink. Ain't no point in like really being concerned about what he do. Right. So if, if he's he, he, so if he's at, at that good efficiency and he's giving you 20 plus, um, like you said, that's not to be 30. That's even going to make it more open for Maxi. I mean, I think both can. can I don't have, see Harden getting 30. Like, that's the I, issue. I said he doesn't have to get 30. 20. I said he doesn't have to get, I'd say 20. Like, he doesn't have to get 30. Just, you know, I, I would I would like a little bit more than 18. But, I mean, I see your, your vision. I just, it doesn't really matter at this point. Because, I mean, we'll, we'll see the day. Everything could change at 3.30. You got three hours, so. We got three hours. I mean, yeah, you got three hours. You figure it out. Like, I don't know. Call you got three hours until these Bamas piss me off. That's all right. Hey, man, like you, Philadelphia is a two, two-hour drive. So two, two and a half, roughly, you know, hour drive. Like you can get there. You can talk some sense into them. Bro, I ain't going to do no talking if I go up there, bro. Like it's nothing to talk about. Yeah, Take I mean, my out the room except Embiid and be like, all right, bro. I don't know, like Embiid and PJ Tucker are the only people that's getting away with what they've been doing. Like that's it. I mean, Yang is doing Yang stuff, so I mean, he is who he is. I guess that's fair. He does. He he already stunk. So I mean, I guess yeah, you know, he just. He gets uh, I mean, he, he gets. He's out there to shoot threes. That's what he's yeah. doing. I don't know his percentage off the top of my head. So if he's having actually a bad percentage. But I, I don't fault guys for being who exactly what they are. Like people, like, oh, he's not having a great series. Like he is who he is. He's George of the game. Like that's that very way. fair. That's, yeah, that's like I can't fair. can't expect him to like. He's doing what I expect him to do. No more, no less. That and that's fine. Um, when you put it like that, that that's fair. That's very fair. I mean, the guy I would always be looking at is uh, the uh, Toby Tobias. I don't know why he's there. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's not his fault, but every time I see him, I get pissed off. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, even with him, I don't actually know. Look at what he's what he's done the last two games. I just feel like at this point, he's just a name that we just like throwing out. Like, oh, they have to buy his hairs. So what? <laughs> like he don't make not a lick of a difference. He has sixteen to seven in game two. That's cool. on on fifty eight percent shooting. That's great. I mean, y'all, y'all got blown out. Let's see what he did. Exactly. I'm just saying, uh, he's he going to say, you can't point the finger at me. I produce something. Uh, He had seven points in 25 minutes in game three, four rebounds and assists, one block, three, three for six. So he was 50% shooting. Derek, shut up. <laughs> I mean, he was efficient. In his six shots, he was efficient. And he he gave you three misses for Embiid to get 13 rebounds. So three of his misses are possible three rebounds for Embiid. So, I mean, he was... Hey, Derek. He was a negative 18. Exactly. I mean, I don't want to use, like, stats to, like, like the plus and minus negative Jones. I don't even know if I always... I mean, I understand it, but, you know, but that's funny. He sucked. He sucked. He's a negative 21 in game two. When he like, bro, like, come on, bro. Right, like, so here's, the, here's the thing about plus minus. Anything. Here's the thing about plus minus. And I get it, he's a starter, so it probably is more accurate for him. Y'all lost by 30 points. Like, so like 20, 20-something points. So, like, everybody's going to be a negative. Like, if I step on the court for two minutes, 
and I step off. Like, I'm negative. Like, we were already down 15. Like, it doesn't really matter. But... Bro, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm going to see what his game was. He had 18 game one, uh, 8 for 16, 50% shooting, 40% from three. He was a plus minus zero. <laughs> oh, man. But I mean, y'all won that game. So. Like he just, he really just be out there for the vibes, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm over and flow to you. If you don't have nothing more to say about this game, this, this series, that's fine. I'm just, bro. I just want to get your it team. Over with, okay, I just want right. to get it over with at this point. Okay, so I mean, what, what are your offseason plans then? I like. I, honestly, I know we're we're probably gonna get we're probably gonna move off Harden at this point because I mean he's just he's not gonna be something that's gonna push them past anything. Like, remember how happy you guys were when y'all got Harden? I was more happy that I got off of Ben Simmons' contract without having to take on another ridiculous contract. Like that, no. that's, that more so made me ecstatic. That's very fair. I'm just, but I know you know the the general fandom was very. Happy. Oh yeah, no, 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 everybody was was over the moon to get Harden. And I mean. In spurts during the regular season, I can see why we would be excited to get hardened, but like, yeah. He knew this was coming. Yeah, I had like I kind of had like a sneaking suspicion. Like I was like, okay, I mean, you know, Harden is gonna harden. You're gonna do funny shit. Piss me off, make me upset, you know, but I just gotta let it not get to me. But I'm sorry, um, go ahead with, with your off-season plans. Uh get yeah, move I- off of Harden. I know we move off of Harden. I don't really know what we do after that. I don't think I don't see another superstar or star we can get to pair with Embiid at this point. I would love to get off the Tobias Harris contract, but I also don't see that being a possibility either. Like we've really just made like a lot of bad signings, and now we're having to, like we have to deal with it, which is just. And it's crazy because at this point, it spans so many um, organizational changes like you can't yeah. just be like oh it was the colangelos oh it was maury oh it was uh it's all three of them like uh, not, who was the first one uh hinky like yeah hinky made well hinky wasn't really all that bad like hinky more so what was the losing that's the thing that people didn't like yeah but i mean at this point yeah but at this point he looks like the, the i mean he kind of always looked like the smartest in the room he was but, definitely the smartest in the room he was like why the why the hell would we want to win and go to be a seventh or eighth seed and then get booted. Like, what sense does that make? I will say that uh, Maury did Maury things as far as um, getting his guy hardened. But like you said, I kind of – I can't really, like the, – the, the thing is, I can't get mad at Maury because he did. got that Ben contract. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't kinda, think that was possible. Yeah, he kind of got off. You know, it was – he definitely got the lesser of two evils there. So – I mean, I can't, you can't, you know, um, but everybody else, I mean, at, at what point does Embiid ask for out? I think it's one of two things. Either if Embiid is like Pat Ewing and he just loves Philly, then he may never ask for it. Hot take, Pat, Pat Ewing almost did ask out of New York, though, when, um, when they hired uh, Pat Riley. Yeah, but that's that's a little different. But I'm, I'm just saying, saying, like everybody, the whole thing about stars not wanting to go out, and this is not to you. People always have this thing like so and so never asked for a trade, so and so never wanted to be traded. Like all these dudes, when it got rough, 
it's, it's a business. Like to fly the coop. Yeah, we just talking not, about leaving the Lakers, but no, know. not but not even fly the coop. It's I, I will say to me, it's a difference between somebody like asking out just to ask out and somebody making a business decision. So like, if I'm in the prime of my career, like you said, the Kobe like situation. Yeah. yeah, like okay, people always yeah, people always make the oh Kobe has to be straight. Yes, the best player you put around him was Smush Parker. Man wasn't running from like Powell Gasol and Lamar Odom. He was running from Smush Parker and Chris Mim. I'm about to like, say, yeah, Chris at, DJ Mabanga, like yeah, oh. at the prime of his career. Like, that's a business decision. Now, again, you know, how you went about it, you could sell that. But all these dudes, like, they were contemplating trading Michael Jordan to the Clippers at one point. So, like, like if you do the research here, like all these dudes at some point, business-wise, you think about leaving. Michael Jordan wanted to leave Nike. Like, you know, now we're like, oh, that's crazy. Who would want to leave Nike? Like, bro, like at some point the relationship is not always as strong or, you know, there are, there are hard points. So like all these dudes, now there are some dudes who are just kind of like, I'm just trying to run, 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 run. And we know who those guys are. Um, they're not even superstars. They could be anybody, but I'm just saying. I'm about to say, don't want to say no names. I mean, who would you say? Cause I'm actually blanking on names. The one Come person. On, I'm Kevin, actually... You know, Kevin is that guy. Come on. So I was, I was going to say Kevin one, but I was also going to say James Harden in, 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 in some instances. I would say, so this is the thing. I would have said James, right? But he really did try to make that shit work out in Houston. Like, and he tried to do that for years. Because that first Houston team that he took to the playoffs, that was a really, really bad team. But that's when he first got there, too. So, like, he got his money. No, I even remember, like, two or three years ago, like, when uh, when he was there, like, who did he have on that team where... Because remember, they started out not in the playoffs, and then he went on to average like thirty something or forty in the like for a month to get them to like the fifth or sixth seed. That was the that was the year after they missed twenty seven threes and something. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm kind of blanking on that year. Yeah, I think I think I remember that. Yeah, that was before John Wall came. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. That, that's, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, and and even in Kevin's case, like some of it is a business decision. Um, no, like, no, 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 wait, wait. Some of it was a business decision. However, I will say this about Kevin Durant. These were business decisions that you were 100% responsible for. It wasn't like, oh, you put, you, uh, Mitch Kupchak, put Chris Mim in, in Smush Parker around me. Now I'm taking it on myself to ask for either trade me or upgrade this roster. Whereas what? Kevin was, where Kevin what was like. Ke- what trade for Kevin was a business decision? I, what I'm saying, Kevin was like, I'm putting together this roster and this is, I'm coming to Brooklyn to, to, you know, grow my brand or whatever. These are the guys I want around me, blah, blah, blah. And then when it failed, he was like, all right, well now I want to trade me to the Suns business decision because he realized that it failed. But the decisions that failed were decisions that you signed off on. I don't even really count that as a really good business, business decision because it doesn't have to be good. I'm just saying like, it, it doesn't have to be good. I'm just saying, like, it, you could still chalk it up to the to the business decision. To me, I don't know about Donald because that wasn't a bad team. He could have stayed, and they would have been something for for if they knew he was going to stay. Which one this year? Yes, maybe, but like it it looks better to go to Phoenix with Devin Booker and and Chris Paul, right? And but that's why. And- but that's why I said with KD, it's definitely different because it's not business business decision based. It's oh, like what's going to make my life easier? What's going to make well, it that's easier? true? But it's also but that can also be a business decision. Like it could be a business. It can be both at the same time. Like this is a better business than business, right? 
Google's offering me more money than Apple, so I'm gonna go work for Google, even though I have to go into the office or something crazy. Like it's it's a bad trade off, but maybe it's a business decision. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I see but your point. But you're ducking. Like that's my. Oh issue. no 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 no! I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying like, yeah, I, I get your point. But I mean, you know, like, I don't want to. I don't want to vent too much on Kevin because like it's a lot there. Like. There's a lot of fingers that you could point to blame to. I mean, I already said like I, I think I think a lot of blame should go to a lot of different people. Yeah, so like uh, you know, I don't I don't want to like necessarily kick them or whatever, but like you know, but my point is like, oh, sorry, back to me. Like enough about Kevin Durant and the Nets. Um, if he loves Phoenix, I mean uh, Philly, like uh, you ain't love the Knicks, then I think he stays. Like, I think he stays for the long haul. But I do think it's a possibility. If he doesn't, I think he, I think we probably have one more year to figure it out. And if we don't, he'll probably bounce. Like, he'll probably – Why does he like, love – why does he love uh, – why would he love Philadelphia? Like, you can love the Knicks. Serious I mean, question. Like, he does like Philadelphia. Like, he does a lot of philanthropy – like, a lot of philanthropy. I'm not, I'm not talking about the city. When I, when I say Philadelphia, I'm talking about the organization and all that. Oh, I mean, the organization does try to protect and shield and beat a lot. Like, whenever people do harp on the fact that, like, he misses games, the organization kind of do be like, all right, he misses some games. So does everybody else. All of these other superstars y'all talk about, all of these other superstars that everyone says is so amazing, all of them miss games too. So, like, what's the big deal? Like, everybody misses some sometimes. Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, again, I could really see either or happen. That's what makes me that's that's mainly what makes me nervous, to be honest with you. I don't know if you listened to the show with Brad uh a couple about a month ago when I first had him on. Um Knicks fan. He laid out a possibility of him being coming to the Knicks or forcing it at least forcing a trade out of Philadelphia and the Knicks being a possible destination. And you know, when he said it, you know, it made it made a little bit of sense. So and every Knicks fan think they get everybody young. Like no, they, he was he was he was pretty realistic in in his in his thing. He was just like, yo, I think Embiid's gonna axe out and I think we have uh the nucleus of a team that you could build around with a with a star and it could possibly be Embiid. It may not be, but like it was it was a little bit more than just like the the normal like New York, I think we're gonna take it this year. Type of uh, slander <laughs> that we that we give to them, but I don't know. I just know they feel like they about to get somebody or everybody every year. Like there's no like. Well, I don't know who they're gonna get this year or, or what the option is, but I do know they're gonna. They need to figure out quickly. They need to move off of Randall. Oh. They need to move off Julius Randall, but I said that a long time ago. But I'm a I'm gonna just let that. I'm gonna let that rock the way it's gonna rock. Uh yeah. I mean, at this point, it was a cool three. I guess it'll be four years. I don't see them moving off of him next year. Run, but like, either they need to move off of him, or he needs to realize. I hate to say like who he is, but like like who he actually is in that lineup. Um, I mean, I think even him realizing that isn't gonna help. I mean. All in all, as a pure basketball player, Julius Randle is the second best player on the Knicks, or possibly even the first. You can make an argument he's better. Yeah, than but but when it comes he does to he, that, he cannot be your first or, or yeah, second. Like, honestly, if it's your first option, then you're probably short. Like you are screwed. 
or your second option. And it's really just he, he just in in certain situations he just doesn't make the heady or right he basketball really play. Super yeah, and he kind of like has that like I'm the best player on the team, so I have to take this shot to the point where it's detrimental because it's like yes you're the best player on the team and ideally yes you're going to get blamed if you don't take the shot or anything but like make the right basketball play sometimes it's going to be you taking the shot but you don't always have to force it like you can delegate some responsibility like matter of fact i I was hooping this morning right and cuz comes down and takes the wildest sidestep three almost from the hash and i was just like bro why would you take that shot he was like, bro, like, bro, I, I, I thought it was a good shot. I was like, bro, what part of that was a good shot? Bro? Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. When people take, those are the type of shots where I just start walking back on defense and, and get my get my legs back under me. It's like, all right, bro, you gonna take that shot? Like, I'm gonna take this playoff because you're not serious about about. No, but I'm saying, but Julius Randle be doing the same, the, like, oh, yeah. the same shit. Like, I just be like, bro, that was so unnecessary. Like. It's literally 19 seconds left on the shot clock. Why on earth are you taking a sidestep three from the right corner? Like, what, for what? And it's I mean, so fair. Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, my thing is he'll be like, there'll be it'll be a two point game, and like instead of making the basket, he he won't have a good, he won't be having like the greatest efficiency game. So you can't be like, oh, he's hot, he is feeling it, and he'll be double teamed or whatever, and he just won't pass out of it, or he'll try to force it, or he'll he'll revert back to his spin move that he he's been doing since he's been in L.A. And and he'll like run over somebody or something, and it's just like, damn, bro, you just, you just, all you had to do was pass. That's it. Like all you had to do was pass, and you might have gotten the ball back. Like it's the old adage, like the ball comes back to you when you pass it. As cliche as that shit sounds. Um, So I just don't think it's gonna work with him and RJ on the same team. In the oh yeah, they also have to move off of RJ or figure out, you know, that too. I think RJ and Jalen Brunson work. I don't think. Jalen Julius Randle and Brunson and RJ are going to work. We shall see. So, I get enough about the Knicks, though. Um, I guess let's move on to the last game of the of the round or the last series of the second round: the Suns and the Nuggets. And I'm gonna need the Nuggets to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, <laughs> they're 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 playing around. I kind of wanted them to just go ahead and get the sweep. I mean, maybe I was a little bit too ambitious there. Um, but yeah, I got the Sun. I mean, the Nuggets. Excuse me. Um, I I don't think the Suns. Again, the age old adage is your rotation shortened in the in the playoffs, and you only need eight guys. I'm not sure the Suns have six or seven. Um, they randomly started paying because I, you know, not to be an asshole, but of course, Chris Paul, uh, got injured. Um. And he had a good game, but, like, they weren't playing him the first two games, or really a lot this playoffs, period. Um, they got a good game from Landale. Um, but, yeah, I just – I got the I got the Nuggets, and I'm going to need them to just – I think they're deeper, and I think they're just better. I'm going to take the Nuggets in six. I need um, them to be in five, personally. Uh, no, I'm gonna take him in six just because I think no, I'm gonna say I, I needed to be in five. I'm oh. if, if 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 people haven't picked up on it now, like I, I got I got some money on the on the on the nuggets. So like let's go ahead and end this so I, I can win my earnings. I mean, I've th- this is the thing, right? Devin Booker is probably the only person probably outplaying him in the playoffs right now is probably Jimmy Butler. 
And that's just you you would really only be able to make that argument because Jimmy's carrying a bigger load with the team he has versus Devin Booker having, you know, I guess well, he has Kevin Durant, but I guess on paper you got KD, Chris Paul, and Aiden, but Aiden's on vacation. No, nah, like he 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 actually legitimately pissed me off the other night. Like, so that's why I was cool when they started going to Landau. I was like, all right, bro, at least they got somebody in the game that actually cares. Like somebody that's taking this shit seriously. Like, cause he's He's actually pissing me off, like at a, at a ridiculous rate. Hey, it's looking like it's. I mean, I know the NBA sports period. What have you done for me lately? Probably life for real, but it's really looking like they were not wrong for not giving that man his money last year. It's the start of last season. I mean, and look, they paid him, and look at what he's doing. Like he's. Been, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, looking like they were like right about it. So, and that, but but that's that's my exact point. Like I. I snapped at the very beginning of it. I was like, I would not pay him. He's not worth the money. Like, he's not worth anywhere near what he's asking for anyway. I mean, like, here's the thing, though, man. Like, it's it's the disease of – it's, I guess, the disease of more or just kind of like recency bias. It, it's You're almost a prisoner of your own success. I throw a lot of cliches there. But you just went to the finals. His contract is up. Coincidentally, well, the year he goes to the finals, like – this is the perfect time if you're uh, Aiden to, or anybody to ask for more money, but especially Aiden. And like, it's very, it's going to be very hard to go back and tell tell somebody that you didn't sign your third best player, uh, your number one, your former number one draft pick after he just helped y'all get to the finals. I I get it. I'm just saying, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying like that's kind of what it, it boiled down to. Like no, that's the especially thing. if you don't have a, a replacement. If you have a replacement plan, cool. But if you don't have an immediate replacement plan, and and then the next season y'all don't go back, everybody's gonna be looking back at you, pointing the finger. You know what I'm saying? Or most people, the casual people, are gonna be like, "Yeah, this this didn't the fuck you do that for?" I mean, but I feel like that's when you have to like boil down to, it and you have to be like, "Man, fuck the casual, fuck the casuals." Like I'm not worried about. No, the no, that's facts. But but there were people in the media too, like, and not to listen. It's your job as a GM to make the decision that you put. I was about to say at the end no, of the no, 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 no. Yeah, it's, it's, I feel that. I'm just saying, like, not even talking about GM, just everybody in general to act like, oh, because I just brought it up, right? This is, It's looking bad. But, like, at, for me to say, like, they should have never signed them, and I'm not saying I was with signing them either. I can't act like the general population, basketball experts or to casuals, weren't trying to – weren't saying – Overwhelmingly, they should probably sign DeAndre Ayton after Lee came back from the finals. So, like, it is one of those twenty twenty hindsight things. I mean, I said it. I said it before. The, I said it before. Like, I said it before he even asked for the bag. Like, when the whole thing was, they were saying, like, I think was it the Pacers were talking about doing a sign in trade or somebody else. I can't remember, but Pacers sound about right. <laughs> yeah, like I think they were going to do a sign in trade and send over Miles Turner, and they were like, "No, we can't lose Aiden." And I was like, "For what?" Like, I was like, at least Miles Turner will be a rim protector. Because I, I told people years ago, I said, Ben Simmons can check DeAndre Aiden. And people were like, you're insane. Like, bro, no, he can. I was like, yes, he can. Aiden does not have that aggression in him to the point where, like, like don't get me wrong, the size he is, yes, Ben should not. Ben had no business trying to check him. But his game and his style of play, yes, I fully believe that Ben can check him. Like, he puts no fear in my heart. He's not about to do anything extra. Like, 
Like yeah. just that's why I said what I said. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a he's a very good player, and he should be a lot better than he is. But I could tell even at Arizona, he did not have like that. Excuse me. I'm just I'm trying to think of the best word for it. He didn't have like he didn't have it in him, bro. He wasn't that guy. Period. He just wasn't aggressive. He didn't have the, didn't have the dog. Which made in him. no sense. Yeah, you watched you watched him. I mean, I, I fully agree with you. I watched him, and I got the same vibes that I got from Anthony. Uh, Anthony, and I always say that on the show, Andrew Wiggins in Minnesota, where it's like he should be better at basketball than what he really is. And obviously, with Wiggins, it's kind of just kind of like bad situation. You know, but now we're realizing that he's just he wasn't a number one guy. And what we're other Aiden is not a number one, number two, yeah, in the right team, number three guy, maybe. Like he 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 just sometimes just kind of looks like he just, you know, his game, he just he's just not there. and that's fine. Like everybody's not built or meant to be a number one or number two guy. Some people are truly built just to be like a guy. Uh, yeah, a, a starter. Yeah. Um but uh, how many games did you say this? You said six. Yeah, I said six. Um, yeah, I just think Denver's better. Uh, I think if they and and I think it's crazy because I think Denver's better mainly because again, Aiden is so bad. Well, I think like it, go ahead. I just feel like if Aiden wasn't as terrible as bad as he is, it would be a much different series. I just don't think they have the guys. And I think, like, if the Suns, like, Devin Booker and Chris and Chris Paul, Kevin Durant have to – everyone have to do so much offensively. They're like, if one of them doesn't have a, a world-renowned game, and then the Nuggets – and even if even them both of them go off, like, they both had 30 last game or 30-plus. Um, it was still a game. And, and that's my – and the Nuggets did not have a good game offensively. And this is like – what happens when the Nuggets have eighty-five percent of their possible offensive output game, and then um, Durant has twenty-eight and Booker has twenty-five, which is not like a bad game, but just not like, oh my God, they're you know Booker has it's forty. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, what happens then? It's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what happens? You know, like who who do you call on if you're the Suns? Bismack Biombo? Like David Lee uh, or Lee, um, not David. Which, Lee. To be honest, that probably is your best bet. It's called Bismack Biombo. In my opinion, yeah, because the we're talking is, about offensively. Or are you just talking about somebody that just give you minutes? Somebody to give you minutes to try and like placate Jokic a little bit because you can't you can't keep Aiden on the floor. Like that's why he took him out at the end of last game because it was like, all right, he's he's essentially at this point he's a net negative. Like he's He's such a bad player right now that not only is he not helping me on offense, but essentially Jokic is looking at him like he's completely food. So once you get to that point, I, it's no point in me having you on the floor anymore. You're not helping. You're you're a complete hindrance. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're if you're asking for Bismarck Biombo to save you in the playoffs, that that tells me all I need to know. Yeah, I have, like, I have nothing more to say about that. It's <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead and wrap this shit up. <laughs> hey, shit. With that being said, we can go wrap this show up. Uh, 
Yeah, we went through all the series. The game starting in, like I said, about three hours, and that's that. Um, My pay starts in three hours. Hey, man, I'm just here for watch for enjoyment. Yeah, uh, must be nice. Uh, it's 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 sunny skies over here to, for for right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank everybody for listening, and yeah, the show will be back. Pretty soon to talk about where we're at and with uh the remainder of round two or um the conference finals. So we out. <laughs>